Hey, hey campers. campers! Welcome back to Camp Reality. I'm Serena. And I'm Lana. We are chatting episode two of The Traitors. Very traitors. excited about it. The Traitors. As our host, Helen Cummings, coming, would say. I, you don't, I can't tell you. He's Ellie Gold to me. I don't know what his real name is. <laughs> um, before we get into The Traitors, um, Serena and I, like everybody else, well, everybody else, probably everyone mm-hmm. watched it on TikTok afterwards, uh, watched the Golden Globes last weekend. And as we get into award season, it's just, I don't know. It's awards, award season is always so interesting to me, but the Golden Globes, I was like, oh, like, you know, the year of the Barbie movie, like, it's going to be so fun and glitz and glam. And it we did get wasn't. our, it wasn't, we did get a, uh, we did get Taylor there, which I'm always happy to see our queen. I love Taylor being there. I love that she like stood and was like the first standing, even though she didn't win the award. I which I feel like she's always a queen for doing that. Like she Yeah, she did the same thing for Harry Styles when he So many award shows. I feel like starting the standing ovation and I'm like, oh, what a queen. We love her. I love that she brought um Drunk Taylor is always (laughs) my favorite Taylor. So I just you're not wrong. Drunk Taylor's the best. (laughs) I love that she brought, what's her name? Kate Kelly. Kelly. Is it Kelly? Even though it's this, spelled like Kaylee. It's spelled crazy, but it's Kelly Teller. It's Kelly Teller. Wife. Miles yeah. Teller's wife as her date, her plus one. Who They looked so cute. And just, and then Selena was there. So we oh had gosh. like a, a Selena Taylor reunion at the award show, which I think was fantastic. And then we had all the people like trying to lip read their conversation. lip read. It was incredible. And the I, lip readers were like so sure of like what was being said. And then so like the lip readers were all convinced that Selena was telling Taylor and Kelly that she had asked if Timothy Chalamet could have a picture with her. But no, Kylie told her no. That's what the lip readers were convinced happened. Yeah. And then our queen Selena gets on Instagram and like in a comment on Instagram is like Selena is crazy on Instagram. That's oh my like god. Not true. I was just talking about two of my friends hooking up, which is also like super funny because you're like, if you're Selena's friend Tim- Timothy, like Yeah. It looked because Kelly exclaimed like with Timothy like very like very clearly yeah. in that video and so we started getting all these different angles and my favorite is that after Selena said like no I was talking about my two friends who hooked up everyone was like are you talking about Meryl and Martin Short like Meryl Streep because <laughs> she was on the season of Only Murders oh my gosh it was so funny and I just thought it was so great and then I love Selena's like okay I'm getting off social media now like I can't do this she takes a social media break about every week and then comes back less like, than 24 hours later literally less than 24 hours later she had posted again and I was like Selena just stop saying that out loud girl it's like please I know it's, it's so bad but know. Kelly Teller is always she always gives us great photos so she posted more mm-hmm. but um you know that was the highlight of the evening okay the rest I'm of it was just the low light the low yes. light okay there's a couple low lights because as soon as I said that I was like Serena the actual low light is like a serious significant thing that we should talk about but like the low light that I was thinking of as a joke was the Timothy Kylie moment where <laughs> they're like having this like conversation and I mean y'all I know that they're trying to tell us that they're dating and that they're together but I have never seen two people with less chemistry in my entire existence I just think about when she was she was just recently date like Travis Scott is who she was with and has two children with and then we're over with Timothy Timothy Chalamet who of Wonka has Kylie seen Wonka because it looks crazy it looks like such an ick but yeah and then they go and like he goes to kiss her and like oh. I like froze the screen. I'm like, did his lips actually touch hers? I don't even think they touched. Like I, I know, but like also she has so much lip filler that maybe they did because yeah, like her lips are so far away from the rest of her face. But like it was the most uncomfortable kiss I've ever seen. I genuinely think I have more chemistry with a wall than they have with each other. Like I- yeah, it's weird. They're 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 hard. this was a, definitely a hard launch for them. Um also like the camera kept showing them. Like typically we get Taylor, like there's always like a Taylor cam. This was like Timothy Kylie cam the whole time. Well, that's the only way Joe Coy, <clears throat> whose name we shouldn't even say out loud, could yeah. make the joke about Taylor because of his dumb joke where he's like the only difference between the NFL and us is like we'll pan to Taylor less. 
What? Yeah, it wasn't a good joke. And besides the joke, but just not being, it just wasn't original, wasn't funny. It's when, like, he started just bombing and then he threw his riders under, under the bus. The bus. <laughs> and all I could think to myself was, like, Joe, if you are funny, though, you would just have ad libbed or told them no. Yeah, you checked all of these jokes in front of a group of of writers, and I can guarantee all these writers were men, and were like, yeah, this is funny, and they were not funny. And I love that no one was having it. The expressions Mm -hmm. were so incredible from the audience. I, the Barbie jokes, because, oh my gosh, like, I was so upset, because I had just seen the one clip, and I was like, yeah, that's not funny. And then when I saw the entire thing, I was like, there is no way that this man did that, but he did. I cannot believe the jokes he was making about Barbie and everybody's reactions were yeah. so good. And by that, I mean, nobody laughed. Selena covered her face with her hands. Uh, Margot Robbie was just like sitting there with like a very awkward smile on. He basically was talking about, you know, the two biggest films of the year, Oppenheimer and Barbie, and was like, Oppenheimer is about, you know, a man mm. based on two, like a 750 page book on the Manhattan Project. And Barbie is about a doll with big boobs. And I just was like, okay. Did like, you watch it? He's like, I watched it and I liked it. I was like, clearly you didn't get the message. Clearly you didn't get the message. <laughs> and you know what else I couldn't get over? Because this is something that happened during the Barbie movie where everybody was obsessed with Ryan Gosling. And they're yeah. like, oh my gosh, Ken. And it was like, so basically you still don't get the movie. Like no. you still don't get it. Like, and get, don't get me wrong. I think he did a phenomenal job during that movie, but like the fact that that was what people took away from the movie was so yeah. upsetting. It just but proves the point. It just proves the point. And like my for you page for like two days was talking about the fact that he didn't react and like kind of gave a stank face when that joke yeah. happened. And then Taylor gave a stank face and took a drink of wine. And it was like, all of social media was like, oh my gosh, Ryan, such a great she guy a for joke. Like, not laughing. And then she is dramatic for her reaction. Yeah. I can't. It I was can't. also just like, it's it was not funny. There were so no. many other jokes that you'd like would have been funny and complimentary yeah. of her. Like, yeah. I don't know. It was, you could have said like, you know, we have the real life Barbie here who's like holding up the American economy. <laughs> oh my gosh, that would have been amazing because it's true. Or like, yeah. hey, shout out Taylor and Margot Robbie for single-handedly holding the economy together. We appreciate you. You've done more for America than Biden, Trump, and Obama combined. Like, yeah, what that would have been amazing because it's like, true. Or like Oppenheimer's about one man. Barbie's about a woman with 250 jobs and grow. Like, you know, accounting. Yeah. Like there were so many other jokes. So many and But then for him to chuck the writers under the bus who were just on strike for like a freaking, what, eight months or something like that. I was just like, at least stand by your terrible jokes instead of putting it on other people. Um, also, I realized I didn't know who that man was, Joe Coy, mm-hmm. at all. But then mm-hmm. I like was reading things. He was dating Chelsea Handler yes. for a long time. A very funny woman. Yeah. <laughs> Again, you know why they broke up. Like, uh-huh. I'm sorry. How do you date one of the best com- like comedians in the business who's a woman, very like outspoken, very... Yeah. And then he comes on stage like that? I know. It was just not a great way to start the the year of the Barbie movie and Taylor Swift and Beyonce and like the summer of, of girlhood and women oh, celebrating that. And, um, the, and Camp Reality. Don't and forget Camp that. Reality. Hello. <laughs> Celebration of girlhood. It was just read the room and he was like, Eep. and then it was just rough the whole night. Um, but also like you just realize why we need writers in Hollywood because some of the speeches were still i mean there's not this even the speeches but like the introducing of other of like the categories like the timing it was just so not good (laughs) it was so bad were there any other moments you liked from from that well i always love Kristen wig and will ferrell like i think those two should have hosted because they would have been hilarious but Mm -hmm. they did like a funny bit um same thing like tina fey and amy Poehler. we couldn't have had them you know yeah hosting yeah it was so silly i loved um i love that the bear got a lot of love Oh yeah, I loved. Um, I cannot remember her name right now, but the main actress from The Bear, her speech, I thought that was uh, really funny. A, a where she, whatever her name is, a where she, yeah, yeah. I'm so sorry, I can't remember your name right now, but she like thanked all the assistants. I thought that was really oh, cute yeah. for answering her emails. <laughs> yeah, I also love like for some reason E News picked up this moment again. It's like a three hour long show. But, like, right before she went to give her speech, she hugged her co-star, Jeremy Allen White, who is having a moment 
I mean, he's having a whole year, not just a moment. Like he is, the, yes, chef, yes, chef. The Calvin Klein campaign. This movie was Zac Efron. Like he is. Oh yeah, I want to see that. He is having a, a moment. But anyways, they have this like hug, and for some reason, E News made the TikTok, and they was just like, oh my gosh, this beautiful hug between the bear, like from the bear co-stars. Yeah. And truly, I did find that hug to be so cute. Like, I thought it was, it was the funniest very thing. Very cute and platonic. Did I text you that? Where I was like, this is like the definite. Yeah, I did. I was like, this is the definition of a platonic hug. I don't know how to explain it, but there's something that's like so specific about a platonic hug. And I that know. was them. I was like, it's like the three like up and down on the be- on the upper back, like just little swipes. Yeah, I loved it. And I was like, that's me and all of my guy friends just swiping my back. You know, I I better get a hug like that from your husband when I come visit soon. Like, Ben better hug me just like that. Or else we're not even or else we're not even friends. You, you know, know? And like, they that's did hear what our, it is. They did hear our cry for like some red carpet correspondents who were like, you know, hilarious uh for the golden globes if you like just need a, a refresh and just a, like have a good chuckle for the day go on tiktok and look up recess therapy and it's little kids interviewing the celebrities on the carpet so which cute. i freaking love they they talk to jeremy allen white and mm-hmm. you can tell he's a girl dad when he meets these two adorable <laughs> little girls they have a friendship bracelet for him he's like hi i'm jeremy what's your name and they like they're so cute so but cute. for the emmys which is coming up this week on the 15th um we have Heather McMahon, who is so funny, um, and she's doing, like, the red carpet correspondence, Ooh, okay. so I think that will be good, but I'm like, mm-hmm. who watches the Emmys? I don't really know. Um, but Is that we'll the see one how- that, um, Sim, is that the one that he's hosting? This Simu? Simu. Is he hosting that one? I was he doing the People's Choice Awards? Was I don't know. There's doing, so many. <laughs> I just couldn't get over the fact, what is he hosting? But he tweeted out, like, that day, like, when I host. There will be no, Taylor, be like, no slander. Taylor Slander. I think it's he's people's doing the people's choice. people's choice yeah. awards. Um, That'll be interesting. The Grammys, the Grammys are what we're all looking forward to with Taylor, which is coming up in February. And Trevor Noah's hosting again. So, and he's always nice to Taylor. So exactly, it should be good. They used him as a. a a bunch of TikToks were like, this is how you actually write a joke about Taylor Swift. And it they yeah. all showed Trevor Noah. And I was like, yeah, correct. Because Trevor Noah is the best. Yeah, Anyways. he'll be good. Um, yeah. You know, Billy did win for her gorgeous song, which I just think it's funny. It was up against I'm Just Ken when you had, what was I made for? Like, right. <laughs> Billy Eilish and like, a, you know, angelic voice. Um, yeah. Her outfit was crazy. She looked like a 90s librarian. <laughs> I was very confused by her outfit. I'm always confused it. by her outfit. I love Billy. She always keeps me guessing. Like, she does whatever the hell she wants. <laughs> she is the reason I feel like I don't understand fashion. Because, like, I saw people who literally said, like, oh, my gosh, look at this look by Billy," And we're, like, celebrating it. And then I, I, clicked, on the, I clicked on the photos and I was like, wait, what? Like, I know. I saw the same thing. And they're like, this is so fashion forward. And I was like, I just, I don't, I don't understand. I don't know what's fashion, happening. I guess. And then a lot of people said they like Taylor's dress. And I actually, I didn't really like it. I thought it was a very was weird. color for me. I think it was a weird neckline. I was just like very confused by it in general. And I, I think I liked her hair, but I'm also super offended because everybody is like, oh my gosh, old money blonde. Yeah. And as a blonde, I'm so upset because I have spent years spending hundreds of dollars highlighting my quote unquote old money blonde hair, which I was always told was just dirty dishwater blonde. And now, now it's, see, yeah. And now it's old money blonde. I, what? We love brand. In the, it's a rebrand or it's like the year of the girly where it's like, am I allowed to just have my natural hair color and call myself old money blonde? Um, also, have you seen the new, the newest, okay, I can't with the trend cycles are happening too fast. The new aesthetic on TikTok is called Mob Wives TikTok. We're supposed to be wearing like cheetah print and fur coats now. Um, you know that I love cheetah print. So honestly, I'm all in. And if I'm going to be anyone's wife, it probably is a mob, a mob wife. Mob um, wife aesthetic. I think I could really crush mob wife aesthetic. I definitely With have the, the hoops personality. and the slick back I bun. I think so. I'm, like, yeah, I'm currently wearing ginormous hoops. I have a rule, campers, and this is just like a Serena rule because I don't really follow the trends. But if I'm going to have my hair up, my hoops are going to be ginormous. Like that's the rule. If I have I like my it. hair up, there is a statement earring happening. And 95% of the time, it's pair of hoops. So that's what's happening right now. And that was clean girl aesthetic. But now you can have that and throw a fur 
thing on, like a faux fur jacket, and you mm-hmm. are mob wife aesthetic. So if everybody right. who threw away their, you know, pleather pants. Does this mean I can go back to like my eyeliner where I can like oh wear eyeliner God. on my bottom what kind lashes? Of eyeliner are we talking about? <laughs> I I wore eyeliner on the, my bottom lashes for like years. Yeah, years. I think you can bring it back. Can that's I bring what, it back? I miss it. The Gen Zs are telling us on TikTok. Um, oh exciting just hilarious but let's talk about the traitors right, um, right, right, right because i think that's what they're you know what we're supposed to be talking about so episode two we nobody's right our up- boss no we <laughs> girl bossing um we pick right back up at where they ended at, at episode one which is where they were picking their recruit and picking who to murder right the um, traitors the traitors they pick poverty as mm-hmm. their recruit which i think is a smart choice but they have to be so careful because she like she will chuck other people under the bus to like be the remaining traitor. Like she is yes. a backstabber. <laughs> yes. Um, I don't know anything about her. I've never watched Survivor. Oh, so but good. first of all, can you just say her name one more time? What is her name? It's Parvity. Parvity. Yeah. I sh- you can call her Parv. Parv. Yeah. Okay. Parv it is. Because um, for a very long time, I thought they were saying Pavardi, and then I realized that's <laughs> like, not like the cheese Pavardi like cheese. And I was like, yeah. "What?" And then I was kind of like, her parm kinda, calling her like that. that slays," which sounds a little bit like Parm. So again, another cheese Parmesan. But so, anyways, Parmesan gets um, added as a traitor, and, and I wrote down that she is giving Blair Waldorf the headbands. The she head has come with a headband in every color. She starts out with this like old one and it's one of those headbands those big like thick ones thick. Like, it's like it's Blair Waldorf if it was if she was here in 2024 like it they are like almost so like a thick. crown and also they have head. like the knot at the top like there's like the, the knotted bump, top the knotted yeah. top headband it's so Blair Waldorf and like the aesthetic in general is just very old Blair Waldorf money headband <laughs> yeah she's wearing an old money headband and I couldn't get over between that and then she does this thing with her lips where I'm like, yeah. did you have like bad filler or like what's happening? But like the way that she purses her lips when she's thinking, it's yeah. such a like she has such an RBF. And I bet she's a nice person. And <gasps> as a fellow again, camper, some of you don't know me, I have an RBF too. So I feel like I'm allowed to so say that. I. But like maybe I'm not. I don't know. Are we allowed to say that in 2024? Are we allowed to tell people that they have RBFs? Is that out? Am I gonna get canceled for that? I don't know. But anyways. Whatever, um, YOLO it. She has one, I have one, you have one. We yeah, have. it's fine. We're allowed to. And so between her like RBF and her Blair Waldorf headband, I'm just like very confused by her existence. And like at one point she throws out that she's getting a divorce and that's why she wants the money so she can buy a house. She has and already, I just have a lot of questions. She has more. She's been on other reality shows. She has one survivor. She has money. She got divorced and she also just came out as queer. Oh, I did hear something about that. That's her. Okay. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm sorry. In that divorce, how did you lose so much money that you're like, I need money to buy a house for me and my children? I just feel like that was a yeah. little bit of like a, I don't know if lie is the right word. She has one kid. I don't know yeah, if a, I'm... a lie is the right word, but like, it just felt a little like out of touch, maybe, is like yeah. the phrasing I would use for like, you know, society in 2024. Like, pa- like Parm, Parvi, you have way more money than Parvey. everybody everybody watching this show you're like oh, i need this money because i'm getting divorced i'm a single woman like a single mom or something yeah i just i don't understand um yeah she won she won a million dollars from survivor <laughs> right <laughs> and so it's like she's also been on survivor four times like she's right and it's like you can just get some deals on instagram and that yeah. can pay for your house you're fine yeah how long um, was she married for do we know i like I roughly when even she went on the show like let's see how, how long were she? she she is that. yeah how i think old? she's she's 41 okay she got married in 2017 so she wasn't married that long interesting oh my gosh wait was she married okay yeah and she has one kid she only has one child also yeah. the internet's telling me she got divorced in 2021 it's 2024 what do and you she, mean? She Where have married, you been living for the past three years? She was married to a fellow Survivor player, too. Interesting. Yeah. Her seasons are so good. Like, she was the one who's blindsiding people to get other people out. Like, she's incredible. So, oh. I think it's a great choice to recruit her, but you have to be very cautious of it because she's in it for the money. Like, she's, I don't know she how She doesn't want the, the traders to win. She wants she herself wants to, win. to win. Yes. yes. So, I feel like that's and, a different thing. 
she is ruthless. And the other mm-hmm. two, you know, Dan is from Big Brother, and I think he's – I don't think he's nearly – I think people who play Big Brother and people who play Survivor, there's just a difference there. Survivor, you're like, you know, you are starving on an island. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. you have all the food in the world. You're just, like, in a house trying to get people out. Like, not saying it's not hard. It is. But, but it's, it's just different caliber. And so she is cutthroat, and mm-hmm. I'm interested to see how that all goes down. They choose to murder – a man by the name of Johnny Bananas. Bananas. Okay, here is a thought I Okay, first of all, I'm just upset that we lost him because I'm Me obsessed. Too. I'm obsessed with everybody being like, so Bananas, and they're yes. referring to a human being. Like, that was so funny to me. Um, because him and CT are supposedly they're like challenge legends who have like been yeah. on it a bunch of times and like johnny bananas was like on a cooking show like he is a reality boy yeah. and so like i just thought it was so funny and like i thought he was going to be really good on the show me too i thought they were going to vote out like someone that no one really knew like john like a, the little tiny politician man i thought like right. a rando was going to go like a Not... random first kill because yeah I like was a very mild one yeah because when they were talking they were like, well, you know, should we keep him because we want someone that's going to get us the money? And it's like Johnny yeah. Bananas, who's been on the challenge forever, he's going to be good on these, like, competitions. Why yeah. Why murder Johnny Bananas first round? It's, I just, just didn't think it was very smart. Um, and keep in mind, Parvati, they choose to recruit her, but she's not one yet. So she doesn't even know she's a traitor yet. So they're writing on, the, like, their parchment with their wax seal and their quill, mm-hmm. who they want. But how it works is... In the morning, everybody goes down to the okay. breakfast room, and there's like this. It's so dramatic. There's this, this big so wall dramatic. of all of their photos hanging above a fireplace, and you know when they get murdered, a big X goes over their photo. So everybody comes in in like pairs of two or three um, into the breakfast room, and they're like they're waiting to figure out who isn't who yeah. isn't there, who doesn't show up to breakfast because that person is murdered. <laughs> so um, it like takes a while. So you they're like sneaking in and stuff, and then you know everyone's just like who is he gonna be and then it's shawnee bananas and i just feel like the reaction from the cast was kind of just like they didn't understand why either again yeah. i think we were all kind of like why wouldn't you go with someone who yeah. wasn't a threat like at all just like an easy kill but it was very confusing um, i was very just weird. real quickly can we discuss the fact that ellie gould aka alan cummings i remembered his name this time had a <laughs> portrait in the breakfast like room where he's like wearing a crown and it's like this painted portrait of him taking up half of a wall like it was on last season too it's great this is the weirdest like why do they call it his castle why does he have portraits why is he wearing a crown and then he just like walks into the breakfast room and he's like johnny bananas is dead and like takes johnny's like um portrait and yeah throws it on the ground I only know. for it and to they... then be rehung for a red x to be put on his face i was very lost they uh cut to johnny where he like they leave it on oh a God. chair and he goes and like picks it up and he opens it and reads that he's been murdered but my favorite is the quote that he said which was i wrote it down too it's so good do it say it's it like it's like a jar of jalapenos what you do today will burn your ass tomorrow so good <laughs> and again that makes me be like wow i wish bananas was gonna be around for a little bit longer just me for too. like funsies yeah he would have had great quotes um mm-hmm. and he like i think it's interesting when there's more than one person from each of the franchises because like how would he have worked with ct like it would have been probably pretty good um he'll be on something else i'm sure he'll be on special forces or some other <laughs> random reality show it'll be great we'll see um, it then immediately people start like they kind of cut to later is it later in the day? Because people start thinking that Peppermint, who is from RuPaul's Drag Race, mm-hmm. um, is a traitor. And that kind of comes up from Trishel. She Trishel is also from she's from Big Brother, I think. Yeah, I think. Um, she says something like, She's talking to Peppermint and she's like, Oh, if I if I die, like it's clear that you're a traitor. Like they have a weird yeah, beef they're going like on. Making but she- weird jokes about like their outfits. Yeah, Again, it was about their outfits where it was like, if I die, it'll be so sad because I've got more outfits to show. I've got more looks to serve. I've got more looks to serve. And then she's like, I get, supposedly she accuses Peppermint of giving her a weird face. Okay. Yeah. Peppermint from RuPaul's Drag Race is given face all the time. She's giving like, expressions the whole time she, and it's great. Like the eyebrows are flying. They're so high. Have an RBF. She has oh. an expressive face at all times. Yeah. And so I just thought it was like a crazy allegation. 
I know it was so out of nowhere. Um, and so while she is while she is saying like it's peppermint, blah blah blah, Tamra is like, it's John, <laughs> Tamra from Housewives, saying it's John, and she's like, again, everyone's like he was breathing so heavy, and I'm like, I think he's just old and was nervous. But also, he's not that old. He's sixty. Now that I know yeah. that, I think he's really like milking that. He's acting like he's older than he is because I'm sorry at 60 years old, you're not that old. Like you're really not, but he's acting like he's 75 and like needs a cane or something. I'm just confused as to why it is like the point that he could be a traitor because he's breathing heavy. (laughs) Yeah. It's really weird. I don't get it. But yeah, I just, the peppermint of it all, the John of it, where they're like, I don't know, maybe it's John because I don't like him. I have weird vibes. He's a politician. And I'm like, that's true. But also yeah. none of them even know about the article we read where John was like accused of bullying in the parliament and his staffers. And then in an investigation, it was founded to be true. <laughs> I know. I'm just so surprised. Is this man, like, is this his image rehab where he's being really, really, like, a nice, sweet old man? Yeah. Or yeah. are we going to see, That's like, happening. the real he's side He's, like, being of a frail little old man. And I yeah. think, yeah, which I'll talk about again later. But, like, even in the challenge, he starts to do that. Because that's what happens next. They do a challenge yeah. where they're split up into three teams. Yeah. And it's, like, it, are these different challenges from last season? Yeah, they're different. So okay. this one, they uh, they get to the field of gold, and they have to they they can add twenty thousand uh, to the prize pot, and they basically have to answer questions along the way. And as and this is the weird part, because there's scarecrows in the middle of this that are just kind of thrown into the, like, into the mix. I was so confused because they didn't really explain it, and they're like, "Yeah, between the three teams, you show up, you get to these scarecrows, and there's two options. You have to carry the scarecrow." To the next box. To the next, like, And there's, like, a box. key yeah. on the scarecrow that unlocks the box. But somehow it just kind of looks very weird, like, they're carrying crosses. Because all of these scarecrows are on these, like, crosses. And I was like, I missed that there was even a scarecrow. And I was like, this is getting very sacrilegious. Like, I was like, why yeah, are Yeah, the scarecrow was very weird. So the questions are based off of a questionnaire. I think they filled out, like, whatever, earlier in the day of, like, who's the most popular among the contestants? Mm-hmm. Like, they're kind of these those type of questions and then there's two scarecrows like one for each answer then they have to take the one to the next question box to see if it unlocks it and if it's wrong they have to go back and get the other scarecrow why are there scarecrows involved and why are there three teams (laughs) like why are there three teams there should have been two teams yeah they were in these like plaid they were in buffalo check flannels and um (laughs) there was a red team and a yellow team and a a blue team a blue team well i didn't even write that all i wrote was the yellow team how unfortunate for them nobody looked good in those colors (laughs) nobody looked good in this flannel period um the best is john is like trying to book it to the next question and he's in his this flannel is too small for john it is like the the buttons are pulling apart um on his little belly and he just like topples over he, this man also i think is my height i think he's like five five four like he's so little and he just face plants into the mud and his little belly just gets all the mud on it and there's mud nowhere else it's like a circle of mud it's also like even his run he does that thing <laughs> where he doesn't actually move his arms and his arms are just like next to him and he's, yeah, he was like, like fluttering across the scarecrows yeah oh my gosh it was so wild to me. The best is in the middle of this, Tamara's like, oh, I got to be a little strategic. And she's like, I'm going to test the asthma theory. Because he was saying, you know, because Tamara was questioning him earlier in the day, like, what's up with the heavy breathing? And he said, I'm asthmatic. And she's he's running and he is like booking it. And she's just like, oh, John, I'm struggling. Do you have an inhaler? And he was like, no, sorry. <laughs> he does not have asthma. But uh just can't cover up whatever the heavy breathing was which i loved um but oh, the internet is claiming that john is five six okay little and then what i find fantastic is his wife maybe ex-wife is five eleven. Oh my gosh sally burkow is there a yeah. picture of them together yes i am seeing some pictures also she was in television at some point I don't oh my know. Gosh, she probably looks like a little Polly Pocket, like the opposite of twins. Oh my gosh, that is pretty much what she looks like. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. 
Anyway, so they're running around to the different boxes or whatever. um, And then after they finish all of their boxes, they get to this field of scarecrows and they have to rip the scarecrows open to find these like giant gold like coins inside for their 20,000. And then some of them have shields. So John is so short, he can't reach the scarecrows. Like where it is to like rip them. He's just struggling the whole time. Yeah. The scarecrows were really creepy to me. When they got to the field, yeah, yeah. they were calling it the field of death. Yeah, and it was, it was just I don't like know what that was. so many scarecrows in a row. And I was like, I'm going to have a nightmare about this. Like, <laughs> that's what I was thinking to myself. Which again, explains why I don't watch any horror movies or scary movies or weird documentaries with dead bodies. Because I got scared with just scarecrows <laughs> in a field <laughs> that were getting um... ripped apart. I did not, but, you know, it's okay. (laughs) But there's a shield in there. Someone claims a shield. I don't remember who. Um, And they, people start, like, so after that, they add 16,000. They don't get the full 20 to their prize pot. After that, again, they have almost, like, the bachelor-level cocktail hour-ish type thing happening at the house before they go to the round table to decide, like, who to send home. Mm -hmm. So they're trying to decide who to send home. Again, uh, Peppermint is just, like, I don't know. She's chucking herself under the bus. She's not doing a good job defending herself. No, at People, one point, uh, she accidentally like calls herself a traitor or something. Yeah, she got tongue. She's like, I got tongue tied, which I understand as a woman who speaks very fast. I get tongue tied sometimes <laughs> too. But she literally called herself a traitor. <laughs> people were like okay um and there was no coming back from that but they were also debating john which again why people are not getting john out because i just think he's he like, just seems a little sketchy yeah he seems a little like sketchy and say, i'm waiting for i the- was asthmatic in my youth was just like another <laughs> weird quote by john <laughs> i'm asthmatic in my youth i want someone to ask him why he is no longer in parliament I don't know anything about British politics. Can you Allegedly, I was a bully. Alleged. Allegedly, I was a bully. <laughs> um, so she, she again, like, they're, we're sitting at the round table. Peppermint is trying to try. She immediately is like, I'm going to speak first and try to defend myself. And she tries to tries to do that against Which Rochelle, who just like trips her up. And she does not. Mm-hmm. She does not do well, but don't come for a drag queen because she will read you. And she did have some reads where she was just like, Trishelle, no, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, she, was she tried, but it wasn't great. John also tried to cover up his asthma. Um, again, I just don't know why he's still here. But good thing this man, like, was is not a traitor. He would be so bad. <laughs> I think that would be really funny, though. John is a traitor would have been be really funny. funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. So basically, I think the thing I love about this show in general is that while they're at the round table, they all have to vote on someone and they get these tiny little chalkboards to write down their vote, which I thought was like so cute because yeah. people were voting for peppermint and someone literally wrote pep and then drew a little mint. And I was like, are you trying to make it cute that you're voting her off the island? Like, what are we doing here? Pepper. No, <laughs> I just love that they have to, like, show it, too. Like, it's yeah. not like Survivor where they put it in and, like, then no one claims no. their, you know, like, claims their vote. Everybody but they just stick it know. out there. And I just yeah. like judging everyone's handwriting. Like, that's my favorite part. Um, I know. Yeah. So, basically, Peppermint got, like, almost all the votes, right? Like, Peppermint yeah. got so many votes. She got, like, almost all the vote, all the votes. And, um... I was it was funny. I like went onto her Instagram and she's like, "I'm sad. I'm gone. I had so many more looks to serve." And she did. Um, so um, she's out. And at the end, they make you stand in the circle of truth. Yeah, yeah, which is so good. Um, she goes to stand in the circle of truth and she turns around and does this dramatic hair flip, which like Incredible. I think if you were watching live, would have turned into a commercial. And then they like reshowed it again. And I died. I actually wrote down how many takes did Peppermint get for that hair toss because it was iconic like i want it on a gif and i want to use it like every monday as like sarah mondays like <laughs> she just looked so good in this hair flip and she was just like i'm not a traitor and then it's like what? i'm a faithful and then everyone's like i'm pissed and they're pissed at rochelle because she is the one who was on the yeah. government hate train which made no sense it was like literally like oh i mean again she did accidentally call herself a traitor which girl that was, was that yeah um <laughs> but the like the weird comment the day before which was so funny because she was trichelle was like if 
if you're a traitor, I'll be dead the next day. And they both came into the breakfast room. So clearly Peppermint wasn't a traitor because right. she didn't kill her. I was just... so like, it's also one of those things where you can overthink this so much because then oh, you can yeah. be like, you can be like, well, obviously that couldn't happen anymore because then we would have known it was her. And like, it's just like so crazy how much you can overthink a game like this. Um, yeah. But what I was confused about, I wrote in my notes, I zoned out for two seconds and someone is crying. Huh? Like, I was like, why is somebody crying already? Like, what are we doing? Who's crying? Um, I think it was the boxer. He cried this episode, and actually, he cries in the next episode, too. He cries in the Deontay, next episode, yeah. But Deontay, he cries, like, can't take it. He cries it. in this episode, and he's like, I just feel so bad. Like, we went against her, and, like, we shouldn't have. And he's, like, crying. And I was like, we are one episode in, Deontay. Get it together. I, was, I also oh. wrote down, why does Max have a cane? Why is there's Max no answer walking around with a cane? He doesn't have the cane during any of the competitions, but no. he's walking around the castle with a cane. I think it's for dramatic effect. I also want to know when he goes by Max and when he goes by like Maxim, because like yeah, I feel like on Dancing with the Stars he was like Maxim Schmierkowski always, and now yeah. they're like, oh hey Max, and it's just like doesn't have the same effect, you know? It does not. It doesn't. Um, yeah. Um. And, but one of my favorite parts is when they're like kind of going back to the castle and they're all like talking about what happened. Um, John doesn't remember where his room is. Oh he like gosh. walks past it and someone's like, John, your room's over there. Okay, here's what I couldn't get over is that it was the stairs. John yeah. was walking past a set of stairs and the guy goes, bed's up here, John. Like, did he yeah. forget that his bedroom was upstairs? I Which, don't know. Again, I'm like, is John playing a really good game and being like this aloof old man, even though he's only 60 years old, and he's like, Oh, I'm so old, I don't even remember where my bedroom is. Spooky, and like, don't worry about me. I can't yeah. even run. And like secretly he's like He's fine. like a mastermind. Yeah. yeah. Like what's happening? I feel like he's pretending to be feeble. Yeah. Or he um, needs to get his brain checked out and he has dementia. Like, those yeah. are the options. Because at 60 years old, you at least remember which floor your bedroom is on. Like, I yeah. get that sometimes you start to forget stuff. But, like, your literal bedroom? Yeah, you have to go up the stairs to go to that. And God knows it's not on the first floor. There's, like, this this place is set up like the Clue Mansion. It's like the billiards room, the library. Like, there's no bedrooms. But on the first floor, we never even see their bedrooms. Um, but... And I'm sure they're dramatic with, like, those giant beds and everything. <laughs> do you think they all get their own room and it's, like, this whole thing? Or do you think they're, like, put in bunk beds, like The Bachelor? That's what I Oh, like I feel like they have to be in their individual rooms because of the fact that, like, the again, I think because the traitors, like, I was like, mm. how do they get them out of their room? Like, no one, no one knows like, who they are when they go to their traitor turret. Like, they have to, like, the have thing. their individual rooms. Here's the thing. I just don't trust reality television that much to yeah. actually believe that's what happens. Like, I'm watching that scene going, it's probably, like, lunchtime. Like, everybody's yeah. in ITMs, and they're like, hey, traders, you gotta go film in the turret. And, like, they yeah. hide, and, like, everybody's doing their own thing. And it's, like, noon. I don't think it happens at night. Because, if nothing else, do you know what would give away the traders? The bags under the, their eyes by the end of this. Because Truly. they're, like, filming an extra two hours a night when nobody else yeah. is. I think it's happening in the middle of the day. I'm saying it. But they, yeah, and they just like filmed the one part of them yeah. walking out with their cloaks and their lanterns. And, and like, the- yeah. And like they filmed it all in one night, like after the show's over. And they just like made Ellie Gould change 10 times <laughs> and like refilm it over and over and over well, again, handing him the envelope. That's what I think happens. Anyways. Yeah. I, the bunk bed situation would be hilarious though. Mm-hmm. Um, also, because they can't know who was murdered. Right. Like, they act all surprised. Who knows? Um, and then it ends with the traitor reveal where they go into their turret and the three of them are sitting there in their cloaks and then they reveal, you know, Harvardy didn't know who the other two were since Mm -hmm. she was the new recruit. So, yeah. And like, I genuinely in this moment decided I don't like Dan because he is just like too into himself. He's just like a little too confident. You know, he's a white man. He's just a like overly confident 
white man. He's also not really he's playing like, the game very well. Like he's but he just thinks he is. He thinks he is, but he's not. Se- he's not being strategic. He's just being mm-hmm. quiet and like aloof. Yeah. But he's not like he's not making friendships. He's not making alliances. He's not like no. I don't know the way that Phaedra is playing it. Actually, so I think good. Phaedra's, Phaedra's doing a good job. Great game. But yeah, yeah, and no one suspects her at all. Yeah, but Dan's over here like, oh, it's like you know Parmesan cheese. <laughs> parv parmesan cheese (laughs) if parv like is shocked that it's us that means like we did good today and like then he's like we were watching you all day you did good as if he like is some better than her like i've been yeah he's the one pulling the strings yeah i was just like dan you are so cocky and obnoxious and i don't like you i've never watched his show so maybe i do like him and he's just coming off weird in this show i haven't watched his show either i've never really been into big brother but i just thought he was weird i love phaedra though i think she's doing a great job and she's just like he just she's so funny he just seems like a little condescending to me that's the word he is he's a little condescending yeah, but. he's a little condescending. But that's where episode two ends, but we can go right into mm-hmm. episode three because he's really like right in. Yeah. Shorty episodes. Yeah. It's so true. Um so now all the traders are together, Dan Phaedra and Parv, Parmesan cheese. Um, and they're trying to figure out who to murder, and they're thinking it would be it, Marcus is who they should murder. And I did agree with them. Like I, they say this is probably the smartest move because he has a built in protector with Larsa. Mm. Um and it is weird to have a couple come into this show. But, like, like why not kill Larsa? That's true, too. Because and I felt like Marcus didn't really have any friends besides Larsa. But I yeah, feel like Larsa like had a, a couple of people that are friends with her. So I think I would have killed Larsa, not Marcus. Yeah. I, I would have broken up the couple no matter what because you didn't want the two of them in cahoots and, like, going on, like, figuring it all out. But um i liked marcus too i felt like he was he was kind of under the radar but seemed like such a nice person i was like i don't know this man at all but like he's an aspiring designer and son to michael jordan i know so we have a nepo baby um Mm -hmm. the ultimate scotty pippen's ex-wife yeah i i feel kind of bad for him like can you imagine your life being like i'm michael jordan's son boyfriend to scotty pippen's ex-wife like that's how they were referring to him throughout this entire show he really didn't have his own identity at all no. it was just like michael jordan's kid or Lars's boyfriend um it made me sad for him I was it like, made this me was sad his too chance. he could have been a a traitor victor you know he could have had his own name <laughs> you know he was only made it for he was only on one episode to ep- yeah, second two episode episodes, he was killed the first time so he they do end yeah. up murdering him but i i have to talk about when they come down to breakfast does every what time is this breakfast because everybody comes down with full glam like everyone mm. is in like their look not like yeah. rolling out of bed and like coming downstairs and being like shocked like they're right. all so put together yeah again i this is why i don't think i could be on a show like this because my blood sugar could never i could never <laughs> handle but it being in full glam before i'm fed that would not work for me i know? know seriously couldn't do it um but everyone's waiting like who's coming in also you know on the wall now we have a big x over johnny banana's face marcus will get one soon um larsa's obviously so upset but she like you can't tell that she's upset because she has so many fillers in her face you don't (laughs) see a tear come down you see no wrinkle in her forehead of like you know anguish like she's crying or anything she's just just, like sitting there kind of like yeah silently sobbing with no tears coming up being like yeah i love that ellie gould like (laughs) gave her marcus's portrait to hold i was like this is so dramatic like he's not actually dead y'all it's fine i know so funny and she's like it's my mission to get these traitors like i'm gonna get a traitor out tonight um it was so dramatic but the most relatable thing she said she said when i'm sad i eat and i was like honestly same girl same larissa like larsa same girl same um but yeah they like have this weird breakfast and then ellie gould alan cummings is like okay enjoy the castle grounds beware of my peacocks our our competition is not until witching hour <laughs> and it's like they're again, like witching hour what are you saying like i love him why are you an adult man talking about witching hour and your peacocks and your castle grounds like you don't actually own this place like it's he's like committed just so, to the bit he's so committed to the bit like it's very few people could pull off his role like i genuinely I don't know who he's else so, could he's so fabulous um he's so fabulous jesse palmer trying to be this like charismatic jesse, jesse palmer could never could <laughs> do this 
Like, is there a host? Hosting this? I'm trying to think, like, is there anybody else that I think could actually do this role? I think so. Tan Fran. Tan Fran, the exception. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's, it's, it's the castle. It's the, like, it's the accent. It's, it's It's the whole thing. But they could do, they could do a season where they take Tan to a British castle. And then he could do it. Yeah. Truly. That's my only thought. But yeah, I just thought that was a wild choice. Like, enjoy the castle grounds. So basically, that was just their fancy way of saying, we want to film you guys outside for a while. Yeah, go outside and, and and talk to each other. And so they do that. It's funny, too, because so the housewives have banded together to, like, figure out who the traitor is. And Tamara goes over to talk to Larsa, and she's like, we'll get a traitor. Like, we are so familiar with backstabbing in our show. And I'm like, the real housewives, y'all. I mean, I love The Real Housewives. But your show is not a strategic show. No. No, <laughs> Your show not. is what I like. It's like, you know, aspirational and just women <laughs> bragging, which is incredible. Like, I love I love it. I love the glitz. I love the glam. I love the mansions. I love yeah. all the scandals of people not paying their taxes. People stuck into the White House on one season. It was wild. People went to jail Ooh, in many different wow. series. Like, it's a lot. It's great. It's on Peacock, y'all, if you really want to get into and Housewives. Amazing. Um, but let's get to the mission. Again, a creepy mission. They are Again, in a graveyard. Giving me nightmares. I'm like, <laughs> we're showing up to a graveyard. I also wrote, feels a little sacrilege to me. So this is like the second episode in a row where I'm like, weird sacrilege cult vibes going on. They're like, we're going to fake rob this graveyard. <laughs> there's these graveyards and they have to go with like, there's like money and gold hidden where they have to put it, you know, whatever, add to their prize pot. But they have like, they have to like, you know, and, take a hammer to like a yeah. to what there's like shields in these graves they have to take a hammer and, to them and dig them up also the gravestones literally say like marcus like yeah they said once said marcus like, once ryan lochte larsa yeah and like ryan lochte like former contestants they're all in yeah. these graveyards i was like this is so weird last season and so why tamra said like i'm not being buried alive last season like ryan lochte and a bunch of others were buried alive and other people had to like they had I'm to sorry. solve challenges and stuff and in a certain amount of time to then like big dig them up like they had <gasps> it was very very good okay, i love ryan lochte maybe i should watch last season you should season one was iconic it was because great but yeah ryan i Lochte's on love it. ryan lochte my years of swimming of course i love him like yeah he was on it for a while but yeah he gets buried alive they haven't done that yet this season but mm-hmm. um they also during this there's like spotlights happening and they if they get under the spotlight of the spotlight catches them and they're out and there's like these alternates like the rest of the cast so mm-hmm. it is just mayhem um and but i um, have to say our man burgie shines during this challenge okay. yeah but you know who doesn't john john oh, is caught first because he was the immediately other weird thing they're like you're gonna have two teams the team that sets out first and then as people get caught then you'll have alternates come in from the second team yeah. and like take your place and john gets caught in like the first 30 seconds <laughs> oh my gosh she like enters into the graveyard and immediately is like oh look a light and like runs to the light and then he's also, like dang it's it raining during this i think at one point like it's yeah. just like mass chaos and they're like they need it they need the like little hammers and tools and stuff to like get the gold no one can find the damn hammers like no one ct finally finds it and then he gets the tools and right as he's about to like start like getting the shield he yeah. runs right into the light. Yeah. Immediately so he out. leaves the shield exposed, just ready to go, which yeah. is important because later in that, like later Janelle is like, oh, I'm going to get the shield that CT tried to get and didn't get. And then Ekin at the same time is trying to get the shield. And it's like this whole thing where it's like Janelle and Ekin and like, is there a fight or not? And they're like yeah. trying to get the shield at the same time. It was weird drama. But like Bergy, Bergy shines. You were saying Bergy shines. Our boy, the Bergster, is like figures out the light pattern. And I felt so bad because at first nobody would listen to him. People were like, "There's no pattern." He's like, "Yes, yeah. there is," because he was sitting on the B team, like waiting to go out. So he just yeah. watched the two spotlights and was like, "This one goes right. This one goes this left." One goes and then they way, switch. And this one does this, and like at this point, it goes here, and this is where it's going next. And like nobody was listening to poor Bergy, and I felt so bad. I know. And then people started to listen and i was like yay Berkey!" and it was so i cute. know tamra gets a shield peter gets a shield and then janelle and ekansu have their their tough like little like tuffle or whatever and janelle gets it but my favorite is when like Berkey's out there he's trying to like get the gold and he like 
gets hit by the spotlight and Phaedra goes, not my Burgalicious. <laughs> Is that what we should be calling him? Burgalicious. She calls him it like three times. Not my Burgalicious. But like, she has the same energy towards Burgie as we do. Like, Burgalicious, yeah. not my Burgalicious. She like hugs him. Is she the one that like pinched his cheek when he like finally went over to the other side? Yes. They have a really cute Dead. relationship. I love it so much. <laughs> I forget who says it, but uh, someone says, do I have mud on my face? And someone says, yes, it's a little sexy and rugged. <laughs> I forget who said it, but it was good. And who even, yeah, who had the mud and who said it? I have no idea. It's but a that's sexy amazing. and rugged. So, like, I think as the show goes on, I do like that, that, like, some of the contestants from different shows are starting to become friends. Yeah. I feel like the first episode, everybody kind of stuck to, like, their people. Like, yeah. you saw the Real Housewives all together. You saw, you know, the challenge people together. Um, Big Brother, whatever. And now this episode, you're like, Bergie's getting his, like, cheek pinched by a Real Housewife. By Miss Phaedra. Yeah. It's so good. I love it. Um, So, they... Their challenge ends. I don't remember how much money they got, but they got some amount of money added to the pot. Not a ton, though. Um, mm. But I think the important thing to discuss is people are starting to think that Dan is sus. And because he he's is. just because he is. And he's not doing a good job of blending in and making friends at all. Like he's just like not speaking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, I love this part. Like they're back at the at the mansion at the castle i should say and max is just walking max is so interesting to me i don't watch dancing with the stars so i don't know much about this man but he mm-hmm. seems very aloof he's just walking around eating a sandwich while everybody in the house is talking about him and he's just kind of like what it's like so sad because everybody's like what is max doing and i just thought to like max is just chilling like he's just doing what he wants happen to be and there all of a sudden everybody's like turning on him and i'm like Max is cool. just like doing his own thing, eating sandwich, walking they were, like, around for again his expressions, and I'm like Max is just like he like laughs at like weird things, but like good right. yeah, and it's like I, I don't know, he's just chill. Like again, he's kind of like a villain on Dancing with Star. I don't know, that's maybe a mean way to put it. But, like he definitely was like really harsh on his partners, and he hasn't been a pro for a long time. But he's yeah. also married to another po- pro, um, Peta. And, like, his brother Val is, like, a dancing, like, king right now. Like, he just yeah. won. He's won a bunch recent in recent years. Val is, like, his brother. And Val's so hot. Um, So he's the hotter brother. And so Max is just, like, I am old. And Dancing with the Stars doesn't work anymore. Traders. And so I'm going to go on Traders and eat free sandwiches. You know? Like, he's just living his life. And everybody's, like, upset with him. And I don't get it. I don't get it either, but my favorite is these two ding-dongs, uh, Peter Weber and Kevin of Bling Empire, who I talked about last episode is a, they are two beautiful, not smarties, dummies, okay? And these two, they don't have their finger, you can tell they both were not on any strategy show, they don't have their finger on the pulse at all, they're like, okay, uh, let's, they like hatch this plan and they're like, let's pretend to turn on each other and that we're not friends so that no one thinks that we have an alliance and we'll both vote for each other at the round table. And Kevin's like, cool, that sounds good. Like there's no one was throwing out their names at all. I feel like this would have been a good strategy like four episodes later. Like this would yeah. have been interesting if they had actually built up that they were friends. But like this early on in the competition, I'm not sure even everybody knows everybody's name. You know, no. and Peter and Ke- his name's Kevin. I wrote Kevin. down Kyle. So again, that's how much I understand. Kevin. Um, are like, we're going to trick people and, and, you know, we're going to get people's reactions. These two and that's thought that they came up with like the, the biggest mastermind plan ever. It was so dumb. So let's get into the round table because this is where it was so funny. <laughs> oh my gosh, it was so good. Bergie calls out Dan immediately and is just like, you're flying under the, like, under the radar. Like, you're not saying anything. MJ does this too. MJ, by the way, is from Shaws of Sunset. She's incredible on that show. Um, And everyone just starts throwing out his, uh, different people's names. So, throwing Mm -hmm. out Dan, uh, Deontay throws out Max. And up until this point, apparently, they were, like, buddy buddies. But uh, this is why Deontay cries later, because he's like, I threw my man under the bus! And he did. Yeah. (laughs) I really loved, for some reason, was it Max who was like, no, it was Dan who deflects and is like, what was going on with Ekin and Janelle? And like, oh, yeah. just like doesn't answer any of these questions and is like, what was going on there? Or was it Max? I don't remember which one it was. All I know is it turned into Ekin and Janelle sitting at the round table with Ekin being like, you are a selfish person. Yeah. 
And then saying like, anything can make someone a suspect. Making a joke. They're blinking. Blinking is a suspect. It's a suspect thing. I, I think it's MJ yeah. who says, or no, who is it? it's Deontay who's like, the way you speak, the way you look, the way you act, you're a traitor to Max. Like it is so dramatic and truly people are like, you blinked twice, so it must be yeah. you. Like they have not figured out how no. to like suss these people out at all i think my favorite thing is larsa she's not wrong but she's like i don't know about dan and she says it's like his energy it's too calm and it freaks me out (laughs) yeah like the vibes are off like Like the vibes just kind of freak me out so like i think it's i think it's you i know and i'm like larsa you are correct but if you would have just used i don't know something of substance people would have believed you but instead you're just like the vibes are off like which like okay but like what about said vibes um they start voting and again they have to write down on like their little chalkboards we couldn't get them a bigger chalkboard like some of these people's handwriting is so huge it like doesn't fit um and i forget what deontay writes but he writes like a little like riddle and then puts like max or whatever and it was like um also they all they wrote Max's name so many different ways. Different I saw, spellings. I thought that was so funny. I saw M A X like S M A X S M A C K S M A K S like literally so many spellings, and I was like, I know oh, Max again. So literally, why? everyone's voting for Max. A couple people vote for Dan, and then you see Peter and and Kevin just out of nowhere vote for each other. <laughs> like, and then for some reason. Parmesan cheese is like that is a great idea and on her board she again you're like you're not wrong she is only thinking of herself because on her board she writes D crosses out the D and then puts Kevin Kevin. so she's like oh I couldn't possibly erase the fact I almost wrote Dan when I didn't actually write it in her ITMs that she's like not ready to throw them under the bus yet but she will in two seconds she's planting the seed they call her the black widow like for a reason like and then yeah I love she just like votes for Kevin and it's like it's just because like you're an actor yeah i think you're acting because you're an actor i was like is he actually an actor like i'm also okay we don't know what he's been in i think he just he tries to do some commercials and stuff you need to watch bling empire that is a guilty pleasure of mine i love that show it's so dumb (laughs) but like i just couldn't with her parmesan cheese over here with her like d crossed out and then like yeah i was like couldn't you have just voted for max like everybody else was going to I what know. is this game? Parmesan? It was weird. What are you doing? <laughs> Parmesan cheese votes for him. And then they all decide, okay, Max gets the most amount of votes. So then he stands in the um in the truth circle and is like, I'm a faithful. Bye. Yeah. And like it's the most like low-key exit. And then again, um, we have Deontay, the well, boxer, he starts immediately crying. Crying for the second episode in the room. Also, this man I think is like seven feet tall. He's like on like this little couch. <laughs> it looks so it looks like doll furniture with him sitting it's on like, it. He's like crying. He's like, my boy, like under the bus. I threw him under the bus. He's crying. So two episodes in a row, this yeah. boxer is crying. Which again, I'm curious, like, what game is he playing? Because he's like this tough boxer <laughs> guy. Frames. But like again, I love, I love that we're showing emotions. We we do not want to shame a man showing emotions. We love that. But, but it's two like, episodes of crying for him. Yeah, when nobody else has cried yet. The only person besides him who's cried is Larsa, and we didn't see a tear. Right. So, like, he's literally the only one who's actually had salt water come out of his eyes. And it's happened two episodes in a row. But again, it's like, you were crying about peppermint, and then you go and do the exact same thing again, where you do this mob mentality, get everyone on your side, and vote out Max, and now you're crying again. Like, being like, I "I can't believe we did that. You did that, Deontay. You did that. I know. And something that's, like, interesting is that they haven't, like, they haven't gotten, I don't know, on Survivor and Big Brother, like, they just, they know who they're going to vote for. But I feel like so many people come to the round table and they're like, I don't know who to vote for. And then they just wait to see what everybody else does. And they're like, that sounds good. Like, yeah, just, I'm interested to see when it starts to get a little bit more strategic. And that's, that's the interesting part of this game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, But the best is how dramatic this challenge is for the oh, traders. So gosh. there's all of a sudden this, like, traitor challenge that happens for parmesan cheese phaedra and dan, dan. We're calling her parmesan cheese uh, <laughs> i'm so glad they have to like murder in plain sight is like what the little note says and so they go into this like fake ass library yeah 
And they're like, find you'll find the chalice, the chalice in these chalice. three books. Also, how does the one, how does homegirl just get out of doing this with them? Phaedra? Yeah. She's just like, I'm out. Phaedra just like doesn't show up to the library and it's just like, yeah, like Parmesan cheese and Dan, this one's on them. Yeah. And Dan just and like Parmesan cheese are... with her friends. I know. Dan, I, she's my favorite trader. Dan and Parmesan cheese are talking in the billiards room, like with each other next to a dartboard with like a moose head above it. And they're like, okay, like they decide that it's going to be Parmesan cheese who does like the murder. So what they have to do is they have to get someone to drink out of this crusty ass chalice, like some wine or something. Yeah. And like that's a, they like murdered them in plain sight, like they've been poisoned. Um, And so. I just love how ridiculous this is. They go into the library and like you can, they show like the group of people, like the group of contestants like talking and then you see Parv in the background pulling this book, these three books. Yeah. These three books are glued together and in the middle of them, the pages are cut out and this she pulls out this chalice out of this group of books. It's so ridiculous and no one sees her somehow. And nobody sees her. It's so weird. I also can't get over, early, I don't remember when this happened, but I just remembered this scene happening where Parmesan cheese and Dan are together in a room and then they're like, we don't we can't be in here very long together and like bolt it out of the room like weird speed walking and yeah. I'm like, guys, guys if no one thinks you're traitors and you're just like chilling in a room together, no one's going to think anything weird of it. But you know what yeah. they're going to think is weird? When you start speed walking through the castle. Also, we must discuss, Parmesan cheese has her red headband on during this whole thing. Um, and it's, it's funny. Because I'm like, it's blood. Murder. Bloodshed. I, Dan is so, like, I don't know. Dan is, like, fake looking for the chalice book. And the books with the chalice in them literally have a chalice on the spine i don't know how he missed it but he's like they said like you'll find the like shakespeare classics that have the chalice in them okay yes it had the title like Othello, like whatever yeah. hamlet but then it had a picture of said glass on the spine harvey <laughs> like walks in grabs it pulls the thing out yeah this thing doesn't look like any other cup in the house like it is a rusty busty cup and she's like going kind of into the different rooms of people and she's she's realizing like okay i don't know how my like my target like she doesn't really have one. She's like trying to figure out who is kind she's of a way between to like two or three people. I thought like her and Dan yeah, she's were like thinking maybe about this MJ person, for a little bit. Person. She thinks about Cherie, but Phaedra is like sitting in there with Cherie, who is her who is Bestie. her friend. Cherie is one of I think she's Atlanta housewife. Um, and so she's like they cut to Cherie's ITM, not Cherie's ITM, uh, Phaedra's ITM, and she's like she's not coming for my girl. Like I'm not gonna let her. I'm gonna sit here. But then <laughs> like, also like Phaedra, Phaedra, you're the one who didn't even go to the trade. you didn't meeting. show up to the like, kumbaya to decide who the hell we're murdering <laughs> so but yeah, um yeah parmesan cheese is just walking around with this crusty ch- chalice which you chalice. Know, it's just a wine glass like i don't know what to tell you and like she's goes she's like i'm gonna be the bartender guys and then she's this like, was so oh, awkward this isn't gonna work and proceeds to walk out of the room carrying the chalice and another drink and a bottle and yeah. somebody said like what are you doing with all that and she goes i'll decide which one to drink later and yeah, like walks so out of the room weird. i don't know why she didn't find like a girly who was hanging out by herself and said like hey let's put this little tiny miniature bottle of wine that i brought and like pour right. it in both like but there's groups people like hang out in the kitchen people hang out kind of at the bar area she's trying to find someone who's like I don't know, just going to mistakenly drink out of this chalice and it's not going to happen. So it ends with her just like trying to figure out what to do. And she has a certain amount of time to do it. We have no idea who got the chalice. Also, what happens if she doesn't have anyone drink the chalice before the time? I don't know. I don't think they said there was a penalty, but there has to be. Yeah. Like what's the penalty? Are they just like, oh, the traitors, no one died. They failed. Well, they have a double murder. I guess maybe people don't know it. I don't know. It could come back to haunt them later. Yeah. I don't know. Alan Cumming will tell us in his fabulous outfit in the next episode. That's all. Because that's how it ends. No one knows who got the chalice. And that's how it ends. And we won't know until Thursday. Depending on when you watch this, maybe we'll know or listen to this podcast. Sorry. Maybe you'll know by now. Sometime know. this week we'll know who gets the crusty busty chalice. I'm like, who's she going to get to drink out of this thing? It looks gross. Yeah. And they like, all already have down, their so. own drinks. So right. I bet they just pour it in the glass they have now. No one knows. No one knows. So yeah, that's how the episode ended. So that was like the first three episodes of Traders went so fast. And now we have to wait a week and we only get to see one at a time. This is going to be I so know. wild. But what are your, like, how do you feel about it? I think it's delightful. I like it. I think it's so fun. I like getting to see these people in very different lights. Like I like seeing Peter Weber try to play <laughs> a game of like, you know, with brain cells and like 
I don't know. I think it's fun. I think I really like the castle vibes, even though I think yeah. it's very weird and cheesy. I like scenery. You know, I like to make the joke that I watch The Bachelor for the trips that they go on to see where I want to visit the world. So yeah. I'm a big fan of that vibe for sure. I like all the looks. Um, I like the headbands. And, you know, I like the murder. In like three years, we'll have we'll have the golden bachelor on traders like because it's all like older contestants like ari was on the first season who was from many years True. ago and then peter's on this one so it'll be someone from like a while ago oh my gosh or like it'll be like leslie you know <laughs> after she dates young gravy yes that TikTok was crazy. young gravy posted a tiktok with leslie from the bachelor yeah, what? where were they hanging out together? I just why we don't also know. how come we all knew that that's who it was before he even panned to her. It was like it's gonna be Leslie. It's gonna be the hot one. I can't. Young Gravy's so wild to me. I do not understand him, but she'll be on it. Yeah, it's gonna be great. It'll it'll be great. In a few years, we'll have someone. Hopefully, not Zach because he's the most boring bachelor ever. But mm. um, Wells should go on this show. <gasps> it would be incredible. Oh my gosh. I'm going to like comment on his podcast and for Sarah the first and only time ever and just be like, please go on Traders. Him and Sarah would be incredible. We're having couples so on the show. Fun. I would love that. That's a great idea. If anybody's listening, Peacock, yeah. get Wells on this. We would love also, that. Also, you know, him. maybe one day we'll be like a successful enough podcast where they will send us screeners of things so you can watch them early besides when they come out, you know, uh, so we can do a podcast and then know, drop it the day it actually comes out. We talk about we having dream. goals as a podcast. That's a goal. Get, stream, get screeners from Peacock and for The Bachelor. Honestly, The Bachelor screeners would be fantastic because it's I know, late no and I'm tired. Space. It's like, how are we going to podcast? But <laughs> yeah, I think as, if we have goals, that's a good goal to have. Yeah. Um, or you know make money or to have more than six listeners which if you listen you know that that's a joke we do have more than six we listeners. have more but, but we have a fun few months coming up we have traders we have the bachelor coming up later this month and then love is blind is coming to netflix in february so we're gonna be so covering excited. all of those um yeah. lots of good stuff coming mm-hmm. so we did just finish all of our content with selling sunset if you want to catch up yeah it's now all on our feed it's all here so let us know what you want from your favorite camp counselors and uh thanks for being here we love yeah, you very we'll much. Yeah, we'll catch you next time on the Traitors. Bye. Bye.